Thanks for listening to the Cool Church Podcast. This is Terrence Wilson, lead pastor of Cool Church. We're praying that wherever you are on this journey, that this message encourages you. And we want you to know that you were created out of love. And now, here's today's message with our very own Pastor Joanne Wilson. Oh, come on, let's give God a shout of praise in this place. Hallelujah. Today is heavy. Today is heavy. But I know that God's word says that he is close to the brokenhearted. God is right here with us today. And in order for breakthrough to happen, something's got to break. So while we may be sitting here with broken hearts today, I want to encourage you today that breakthrough is here. Breakthrough is here. How many of you guys believe that breakthrough is here? Hallelujah. We are in a season of miracles. Don't you miss it. We are in a season of miracles. The 11th hour. It is November, the 11th month of the year. Oh, breakthrough is here. Y'all believe that? Come on, y'all believe that? I want you to shout Jesus, 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 because he is everything. And he's getting ready to lose some things in this place. He's getting ready to release something in this place. Oh, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, oh, the enemy's mad, mad. Oh, he big mad because he tried it. He tried it. But you can't shake God's people. We stand on the word of God. Breakthrough is coming in Jesus' name. Won't you lift up your hands right now? Let's pray. Because I got a word from the God of all gods. He is the most high God. A specific word for this house, for this moment, for this hour, the 11th hour. Father God, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for what you're going to do in this place, what you've already started to unlock in this place, God. Lord, we know that while this time is heavy, yes, our hearts are broken, Lord, but you are here. You are closer than you've ever been to us before, God. God, open up our ears, open up our hearts, Lord Jesus, to hear the word, Lord, that you've prepared for us all, Lord. This is a word for me too, Lord Jesus. At the 11th hour, oh, hallelujah, we're desperate for a miracle, Lord. We're desperate for you to show up, Lord Jesus. We know that you're here. You're watching, active, present, Lord Jesus. Lord, have your way inside of us, Lord. Have your way. Break down the things that need to be broken down in us, God. Because we need to be open, open to receive what you're releasing from heaven in Jesus' name. God, we pray all these things in the name of Jesus. And we all shout, amen. Amen. Let's praise, praise, praise. Give him a shout of praise. Before you see it, praise him. Before you see it, praise him. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. As you're seated, why don't you look at somebody to the left, behind you, to the right, and say, it's the 11th hour. It's the 11th hour. Hallelujah. Jesus. Many of us have been waiting for something all year long. It's the 11th hour. 
It's the 11th hour and God's getting ready to do something miraculous in this place. If y'all believe it, won't you say amen? Come on. Y'all better hear the word. Father God, have your way. You know I like things to be controlled, Lord, but have your way. Oh, Lord, the unexpected, God. Blow our minds today in Jesus' name. It's the 11th hour. See, at the 11th hour, anything can change. Amen? God gave me the parable. Y'all could stay playing as I read this passage in Matthew 20. As I was preparing for today, God gave me the parable of the vineyard, the workers in the vineyard. Matthew 20, for the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire workers for his vineyard. He agreed to pay them a denarius for the day and sent them into his vineyard. About nine in the morning, he went out and saw they're standing in the marketplace doing nothing. He told them, you also go and work in my vineyard and I will pay you whatever is right. So they went. He went out again at about noon and at about three in the afternoon and did the same thing about five in the afternoon, which is the 11th hour. Say it with me, the 11th hour. He went out and found still others standing around and he asked them, why have you been standing here all day long doing nothing? And they answered, because no one hired us. He said to them, you also go and work in my vineyard. When evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, call the workers and pay them their wages, beginning with the last ones hired and going on to the first. The workers who were hired at about five in the afternoon, say it again, the 11th hour, came and each, and each one, Jesus, received a Daenerys. So those who came were hired first, who were hired first, they expected to receive more. But each one of them also received a Daenerys. When they received it, they began to grumble against the landowner. Those who were hired last worked only one hour, they said, and you made them equal to us who have borne the burden of the work and the heat of the day. But he answered them, I, am I not being unfair to you? Am I not being unfair to you, friend? Didn't you agree to work for a Daenerys? Take your pay and go. I want to give the one who has hired last, who was hired last the same as I give you. Don't I have the right to do what I want with my own money? Or are you envious because I'm generous? So the last will be first and the first will be last. If you haven't already picked up on it, today we're going to talk about the 11th hour. Amen? Y'all with me? Amen. Thank you. Let's give it up for the band. Come on. We gonna work at the end of this service, so y'all be ready, all right? Y'all with me? Be ready. Today, we're gonna learn from the message of the 11th hour. I think it's a good day, like any, but especially today to take some notes because there are some things that have been downloaded to me specifically for you and me, right, in this 11th hour. The phrase 11th hour has biblical origins. We just read the verses in Matthew 20, and that's where they originate from. And um, you've probably heard the 11th hour as a term before, and it's considered the last moment when change is possible. The last moment when change is possible. See, it is the nick of time. It is that desperate moment where it's the fourth quarter and we're looking for a win. We're looking for a miracle. That's where we're in. In this 11th month of 2022, I believe that we are in the 11th hour. As we dive into the message of the 11th hour, 
we're going to see some things that God has revealed, and we're going to put them in our spirit as we continue to the end of the year, and there's going to be some things unlocked in this place. Amen? Amen? The first is that it's not too late. It's not too late. Verse 3 says, about 9 in the morning, he went out and saw others standing in the marketplace doing nothing. He told them, you also go and work in my vineyard, and I will pay you whatever is right. So they went. He went out again at about noon and about 3, and he did the same thing. See, it's not too late. God is watching. God is looking. He's not surprised about the things that we're going through. He's not surprised about the pain that we're experiencing. See, we have to understand that just because we don't see it yet doesn't mean it's not happening. He's closer than we think. I want to speak to the one that's desperate for a move of God today. In the 11th month of 2022, it's the 11th hours, and maybe you have yet to see the double for your trouble that we declared in the beginning of the year, right? We stood up here and we were like, God's gonna give you double for your trouble. Remember that? Some of you have just started joining us and you weren't here for that, but we declared that in 2022 at the beginning, right? Double for your trouble. And some of you may be wondering, well, where is this double for your trouble, for my trouble? I've been here and I'm just waiting, I've been praying, and I'm here to deliver to you the news of the 11th hour is coming, come on. The breakthrough is coming. We serve a God that can do anything at any given time. Amen? He's always on time. See, a common misconception is that God is late. He waits till the last minute to do things. Where was God? Where was God? We cry, right? And that's unbiblical. It's unbiblical. And we see 1 Corinthians 10, 13, 1 Corinthians 10, 13, that shows us the nature of the one who's always had a plan, even before we knew we had a problem. No temptation, verse 13, no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way so that you may endure it. See, he always had a plan. Amen? Before we ever got through, went through anything, God had a plan. He doesn't ignore us and let us suffer through our ear issues and then at the last minute come in and sweep and, and, and save the day. He's always been there. I love this. Dr. Jim Richards put it this way. See, God was there with us before our problem, and he never leaves us. The Holy Spirit attempted to lead us in a way to avoid the problem. But the truth is, we only see God when we open our heart to his solution. God doesn't show up at the last minute. We try every option first. And when all, when all else fails, that's when we decide to trust God. And then we say, oh, he showed up at the last minute. See, God has been answering prayers since the beginning of time, and he's still answering prayers today. Sometimes the answers may come right away, while, even while you're still praying. Some of us prayed, and something already happened. An answer is already there. As a matter of fact, we're going to walk out of here, we're going to get a text, or we're going to go home, and the answer's going to already be there in Jesus' name. Come on. Sometimes it takes hours or days or even months. And sometimes... It takes all year, amen, or many years. But what we have to realize is that God is still in control. I remember, if we remember Elijah in the Bible, he prayed to God that he would show that he is God in a, a sort of verses. Y'all watch verses during the pandemic? So this was like the greatest verses that was going on. It was God versus Baal, but you know, it was not even a real matchup because God is God, right? So Elijah prays for God to consume with fire in that moment. And, you know, all these prophets are doing their thing and they're trying to call on Baal and Baal ain't doing nothing because he can't do nothing because he ain't nothing. He's not God. And so Elijah calls on God and God does it. Amen. See, sometimes God answers right away. 
But then there's other times where he deliberately delays and allows situations to get worse. Remember, notice, he didn't make the situation bad in the first place, but he may allow a situation to get worse for the purpose of him getting the glory and so that no one can take credit for what he does. Amen? Whenever God uses, see, the thing is, is that we may see that and there weren't as many amens and claps because that didn't really sound good to every single one of us, but maybe this will sound even better. See, when God uses you to demonstrate his power and there might be something that you lose in that process, always know that God is always going to give you something greater back. In the situation with the Ashra, Ash, uh, these names, honey. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, we know that story where they were in the fiery furnace because they were not bowing down to Nebuchadnezzar's God, amen, that statue. And so he shows up, he shows up in that moment. And, you know, I'm sure those boys were praying and pleading the blood the whole time, but God waited until the last possible minute to show up in that situation. You see, the great thing is that right after that, because God had used them to demonstrate his power, he promoted them. See, God is getting ready to promote some people in this place. Sometimes you gotta go through fire to get promoted, amen? Sometimes we're praying for something. We've been praying so hard and so desperately for things and so long for those things, but God has to take us through the fire first because he's trying to get us to something greater than what we ever prayed, amen? Come on, sometimes what we're praying is only based on what we can see, but God is trying to show us something greater, something bigger, something we ain't never seen before, but he's looking for some people that are ready and willing to walk through the fire. Listen, he's not going to do it by himself. He's not going to let you do it by himself, by yourself. He's going to be there with you to walk through the fire with you because he's trying to take you to something greater. See, God promotes us when we are allowing him to use us. Amen? So don't, don't, don't resist. Don't resent God for allowing these things to happen in your life because he's trying to show you something bigger, something greater. Amen? Y'all believe that? You see, God will compensate us for our trouble, but he does that not because he owes us anything. It's just because he can't help but be generous. Amen? He's so good. He's a father. He's just going to give you all the best to him. And when you're in his presence, ain't nothing but blessing coming your way. Amen? See, Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Some of us need to seek him with all of our hearts. Can't be fake with him. I, I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back from captivity. I will gather you from all the nations and places where I have banished you, declares the Lord. And I will bring you back to the place from which I carried you into exile. See, God is going to give you more than what you lost in Jesus' name. Amen? If you believe that, say amen. Come on. God is never late. He's always on time, right on time. He may do things at the 11th hour, but it's because he's getting us to something greater, something bigger, something beyond ourselves. Sometimes it seems like God is never going to come through, huh? But I'm here to give you a message that he's right there. He's right there. Keep sending up the prayers and don't forget to let God be God. Let him be God. He's in control. He knows what he's doing. All you need to do is stay in position. Amen? And at the 11th hour, we have to be careful to not doubt what God can do. In the season of success that we're in, we gotta be careful of what we confess. What you say about how God will or will not answer your prayer is critical. In Luke 1, we read about Zechariah, who was an old and righteous man. This is the father of John the Baptist, who we know. And 
The Bible says that the angel appeared to him and told him and his wife, who was way past childbearing years. See, Zechariah was an old man too, and I said it before, he was righteous. So he was a believer. He was faithful. And him, when he got this news that from the angel that they would, him and his wife would bear a son in their old age, he doubted. And you know what the Lord did? He shut his mouth. Shut him up for the entire time that she was pregnant. What miracle have you talked yourself out of? What have you confessed in your life about what God and can't, can and can't do? You cannot speak the language of doubt, especially when we're in the 11th hour here. Be careful what you confess in this season of success. Come on, if you believe that, say amen. amen. Be careful of what you confess in this 11th hour. You're in the space of miracles. Come on. God can do anything at this time, the 11th hour. We serve a God that turns things around. He makes the lame walk. He, he helps the blind see. He brings dead things back to life. He makes a way out of no way. He curses disease. Sometimes he cures it on this side of heaven and sometimes it's on the other. Whatever it is, we say yes and amen. God can turn anything around at the 11th hour. So for the one that has been waiting on a promise all year round, here is your message. Breakthrough is coming. The promotion is coming. The contract is coming. The customers are coming. Oh, come on, the offer is coming. The approval is coming. The building is coming. The baby is coming. Hallelujah. We about to birth something greater than anything we've ever asked for or imagined in our life. Oh, hallelujah. If you are ready for breakthrough, won't you shout and give, give God a shout of praise. Come on. Come on. You celebrate it before you ever see it because it's already here. Breakthrough is here. Breakthrough is here. Be careful what you confess in this season of success. Hallelujah. Ain't no space for doubt in the place of miracles. It's the 11th hour. It's the 11th hour. It's time for us to press in because breakthrough is here. Hallelujah. It's not too late. It's not too late. It's not too late. It's not too late. I've been praying for years and years and years and disappointment and pain. But I know that my answer is coming. So I praise him now. Thank you, Jesus, for my miracle. Thank you, Jesus, for my miracle. I don't know if there's anybody in this place that's thanking God for a miracle. Y'all believing for a miracle? You better thank him right in this place. You better thank him right in this place, right now. See, faith, faith means that you don't see it yet, but you believe it. You better thank him right now because the breakthrough is here. Hallelujah. Thank you, God, for the miracle. We are in the 11th hours. This is the place of miracles. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Don't be too cool that you miss it. Come on. Who's, who's open? Who's ready? Who's believing? Who's filled with faith? Who's filled with the Holy Spirit? Hallelujah. Come on. Don't let me preach in this place. Yo, I'm big mad. I'm big mad. The enemy thought that he could steal my faith. He thought that he could steal my joy. He thought that he could steal my miracle. But I say absolutely not. You belong under my feet. Oh, God is here. God is here. God is here. I'm already here. It's already there. It's in my belly. It's in your belly. It's in your mouth. Come on. Be careful what you confess in this season of miracles. Hallelujah. 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 
You can't stay quiet when you are in the midst of God, when you are in the midst of a miracle, when you're in the midst of his spirit. Oh, if you don't feel it, you better open up your heart, open up your mouth, open up your eyes, because the spirit is here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, God. Oh, oh, we about to have church. Oh, oh, y'all about to have church. Oh, are we going to have we? having church in here oh y'all ready for this y'all ready for church come on y'all hallelujah hallelujah don't sit idle don't you sit idle We are in the 11th hour. We are in the 11th hour. Don't you sit and do nothing. Don't you sit and do nothing. This word is for you. We are releasing, he is releasing something in this place. Come on, come on. Come on, come on. Don't talk yourself out of a miracle. Don't doubt yourself out of your miracle. You're right there. You're at the finish line. Don't you doubt yourself out of the miracle. It's here. It's here. Go all the way. All the way. All the way. think it's any coincidence that there's all these attacks happening in the lives of believers. This house, I've gotten so many calls lately with these crazy attacks, these crazy reports, because we are closer to him than ever. The enemy is getting desperate. Oh, he's desperate because he's lost. He's losing. The victory is already ours. And he's petty because he sees the chains breaking. He sees the chains coming off of our minds. He sees the doubt falling away. The voice of the enemy in our heads is getting quiet. It's being silenced. It's being silenced. That makes him mad. Don't you let him take you off the path. You're right where you need to be. Come on, keep pushing. Keep pushing. Don't give up. Don't give up. We're at the 11th hour. We're right there. Reach out and touch it. It's here. It's here. It's here. Reach towards the one who's releasing the miracles. Come on. Come on. Come on. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, stay with me now. But many who are first will be last, and many who are last will be first. Right. To the one who feels like you're always last, to the one that feels forgotten, I'm here to say that God hasn't forgotten about you. This is for you. Maybe it looks, it looks grim because you're looking around and everybody else is getting blessed. And you're like, Lord, where's my blessing? Come on, when is it gonna be my turn? Huh? Is that you? Is that somebody in this place that feels like they're always last? They looking around, everybody else is getting blessed. It's the 11th hour. At any moment, God is gonna move you. See, listen to this. Listen to this, stay with me, y'all. I was at the airport, heading to the airport, and it was all this traffic, it was crazy. And I was like, there is no way I'm making my flight. There's no way. 
I left early now, so it wasn't because I ain't do the right thing. I left early with more than enough time to make it. And so we're getting there, we're getting there. Finally, I get to the place, the whole airport is packed. I said, there's no way. TSA packed, the line packed, everything was packed. But I said, let me just keep on, let me just go. I'm gonna I'm check in, I'm gonna check in. So I'm standing in the TSA line after that and I'm pleading the blood, I'm just praying. I mean, you know what? No prayer is too small for God. Y'all, y'all don't get nothing because y'all waiting for the big thing. Y'all waiting, to, y'all, y'all, y'all doubting your own prayers. You're doubting what God can do. There's nothing that's too small or too big for him. So I'm in that line and I'm like pleading the blood. God, do what only you can do. So I'm standing in line, you know what? I hear pastor, pastor. And I'm looking up and I'm like, oh snap, there goes my cool church family in the line with the TSA. He plucks me out of the line and he brings me to the front. He expedites, he expedites the process. You see, maybe you feel like you were last, but God is getting ready to plug you out the line and bring you to the front. You are coming to the front of the line. The last, the last shall be first. Oh, don't you worry, God's got you. God is gonna expedite the process of your miracle. You see, a connection that is divine, a divine connection ordained by God will always expedite the process. He doesn't operate in our confines of of time. See, he goes beyond it. He's God, he created time. It's nothing he can't do. Keep serving God because it pays to serve God. God is gonna repay you everything you lost. Hundredfold, he says, as long as we continue to serve him with faithfulness. You see, service, service pays. But we also gotta be careful not to serve because we're looking to get paid. See, it's time for us to get real. We gotta get real with the most high God. He don't serve us, we serve him. A lot of us walking around like God owes us something. He don't owe us nothing, but we owe him everything. We need to start acting like we know that he gave us everything and our response is unmovable service to him because that's what he's worthy of. He's worthy of our full devotion, amen? A lot of us aren't getting anywhere because we're trying it every other way. But God is already saying, hey, follow me, love me. I love you, I ain't gonna force you, I don't do that. I don't have to force you. I'm God. Come on. It pays to serve me. But I ain't doing it for the check. A lot of people are leaving these high paying jobs. You ever see people like that? Leaving these high paying jobs. And you ask them why. And they'll tell you because they've lost passion. They're unfulfilled. They're just not they're not in it anymore their heart is not in it anymore see we can't be in a relationship with God for what we think we can get out of him too many of us are in this for the wrong reason wrong reason there has to be full devotion passion God wants our heart he wants us to be real real and it is from that energy, with that energy, that we serve him, amen? Don't be idle. God are the days that we just walk up in this place and do nothing. Yeah, it's meant to be urgent. This is the 11th hour, we ain't got time to play. We ain't got time to play. Come on, I hear somebody being delivered. I hear breakthrough in this place. I hear breakthrough in this place. I hear breakthrough in this place. Some of us need to let go. See, I ain't mad at her. I ain't mad at her. I ain't mad at her. See, that kind of breakthrough, that kind of shout confuses the enemy. 
it confuses the devil. Because he's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I threw my best shot and she's still praising God. I tried to mess up her whole life. I threw chaos in her life and she's still praising. You better praise through the pain. Come on, that is a sound of breakthrough. That is a sound of breakthrough. Is there anyone else in this place? Is there anyone in this place who's gonna make a sound of breakthrough because God is here? Hallelujah. If you're in this place and you're in need of a miracle, you are ready for breakthrough, get your butt over here. Come on, let's go, let's go. Come on, we ain't got time to waste. We ain't got time to waste. Breakthrough is here. Breakthrough is here. The time is short. The time is short. The 11th hour, not only is it a message of service, it is a message of salvation. The 11th hour is here. There's still time. It ain't a lot of time, but there's still time. You see, we're not promised tomorrow. Yesterday is gone. All we have is today for guarantee. Guaranteed to us is today. It's right now. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day of salvation. You see, maybe you're still in this place and you ain't moved. You like these people crazy. Maybe you've never given your life to Christ because you're like, you know what? I'm a good person. I'm a good person. I ain't going to hell. You know, I'm, I'm good. God's going to save me. I'm going to go. I'm a good person, so I'm going to make it to heaven. You see, this is not about getting a get out of hell free card. This ain't what we doing here. See, the standard is not good person. The standard is holiness. And the only way you will be able to get to heaven is if Jesus makes you holy. And the way he does that is when you say yes to him. He has to be the Lord of your life. You give your life, and because of that, everything that he did for us on the cross is applied to our life. That's how we become holy. See, God cannot look upon iniquity. God cannot look upon sin. It is Jesus that purifies us. See, it pays to serve Jesus, but see, the reward is not a bigger house. It's not more money. It's not more stuff that can burn up in an instant, it's Jesus. Jesus is more than enough. Jesus is the reward. Jesus is the prize. And as we serve him, you will have eternal life with him. So if you haven't given your life to Christ yet, it's time, the time is now. We're at the 11th hour. Today is the day of salvation. Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow isn't promised. Today is the day. No more standing idle. No more standing idle. It's the 11th hour. We ain't got time to do nothing. Come on, it's time. If you've never given your life to Christ, we're gonna get that done right now. And then we're gonna move on to part two. Hey, part two. We ain't even get started yet, y'all. Part two is coming, but part one is complete devotion to Jesus. Lift up your hands, everybody. I'm not gonna assume that all of us in here are saved, so we all gonna say, why don't you put up that scripture up there? Because the Bible says, that if we confess with our mouths and we believe in our heart that Jesus is Lord, then we will be saved. That is the holiness. That is where we become more like, that is where we become qualified for Jesus to be able to move in our lives and for us to have access into heaven. So right now, won't you repeat after me? But these words, cannot just be words, they have to come from your heart. I can't move your own heart, you have to be there. He wants it from your heart, sincerely. 
sincerely. Maybe you prayed the prayer of salvation before, but you found yourself all over the place. God says it's the 11th hour. Come on. It's not too late, he says. See how good he is? It's not too late. He gonna give you the same wages. Whether you've been saved for 20 years or whether you're about to get saved right now, you still get Jesus, amen? The wage is the same. You get the full blessing. Hallelujah, isn't that a great deal? And don't worry if you've been around and you've been saved for a long time, you ain't got to grumble. Don't worry, you don't have to grumble because God has a special hundredfold blessing on top, on top of him. He already was enough, but he's giving you even more. Father God, come on, lift up your hands. Jesus, I love you. Repeat after me. Jesus, I love you. I'm not proud of my sin. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I've been idle. I'm sorry that I haven't moved. I'm sorry that I doubted. But today is the 11th hour. And I say yes. 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 Yes to you, Jesus. You are more than enough. You are the prize. You are the reward. I want you in my life. You are the Lord of my life. You just received the greatest reward of all time. Hallelujah. 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 Okay. So if that was the first time that you prayed that prayer, we're going to have a little bit of housekeeping things after the service. Don't run to sit home and be idle. Go to the courtyard, get connected, and get to work. The vineyard is open. God is calling you, right? Part two. Now, let's get to unlocking some miracles. Some 11th hour miracles. It's eight things I'm gonna go through. I want y'all to listen clearly. To get into the 11th hour miracles, here's what we do. We talked about it already, don't give up, right? Just don't tap out, keep going. You're right where you need to be, keep going. Don't turn back, ain't nothing back there for you, keep going. Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, amen? Y'all with me? Number two, pray and fast. Put up that picture, come on. We gonna look at, we gonna look at Tupac in this place. Come on, put it up, put it up. The other day, I'm on my laptop. That's my laptop. And I want you to look at the time right there. 6.02 p.m. Now they may seem insignificant to you, but here's what's important about that. See, we read earlier that at five o'clock, the landowner invited and called on the workers to come and work on his vineyard. That is the 11th hour because six o'clock is when it's time to go home. So he calls them in at the 11th hour. 6.02 is one hour, the 11th hour before it's dinner time. And here's Tupac. That's Terrence's dog. Tupac's a gangster. He is, he is a spiritual gangster. Look at him. What's he doing? He's fixed. He's focused. And, and I ain't catch the picture when he be jump, he's jumping. He's all up in my face. Somebody going to feed him. But his dinner time is at 7. But at the 11th hour, he's already pounding on the door. He's already like, where's the food? Come on. I'm ready. I'm ready. We need to be like Tupac, praying and fasting. It's like us banging on heaven's door. There's a desperation that happens when we're praying and fasting. And see, when he's like that, I can, no matter how much I try, I can't ignore him. I can't ignore him. Praying and fasting, come on. 
praying and fasting means that God, heaven cannot ignore you. Heaven cannot ignore you. So you got to bang on the doors of heaven for whatever it is that you're believing for. Y'all with me? Get the attention of heaven. Come on, no more sitting idle. Number three, we gotta activate the power of Thanksgiving. Here's your Thanksgiving message right before Thanksgiving, right? Activate the power of Thanksgiving. Some of us are waiting to thank God when God is like, start now. I already done it. I've already done it. So what you waiting on? What you waiting on? What you waiting on? What you waiting on? Because it takes great faith for us to thank him before we see it, which is number four, activate that faith. So it's the faith. You haven't seen it yet, but you thanking him because you know he is faithful. God is not a man that he should lie. Come on. He's, he's been answering prayers forever and ever. This ain't nothing new to him. Remember, he's taking you to something greater. Jesus said in Mark 9:23, you can believe all things are possible to him who believes. If we believe anything, anything is possible. Come on, I feel like we need to activate some anything is possible faith up in here. We, we, we too careful. We too careful. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. Every time I say I will birth a child and I say that in public, oh, it shakes me. It shakes me because I've been waiting. For those of you who don't know our story, I'm not even going to say the word because I, I don't confess that over my life. I've been waiting. We've been waiting for over 12 years. And God, in the middle of it all, in the process, he gave us a beautiful baby girl, Baba, who we adopted. You see, he wanted greater, greater. Had the miracle already been delivered, our eyes and our hearts wouldn't been open for us to be able to adopt our baby girl who is such a blessing. Bigger, bigger. I, that wasn't even, adoption wasn't even an option in my mind. But God wanted to do something greater. Amen? And so I get shaken every time God is, or the Spirit is leading me to say, that I'm gonna have my own child out of my body. It scares, it scares me. It scares me. But that's how I know it's God. That's how I know it's gonna happen. That's how I know. Because it's gonna be greater, greater than anything I imagine. It's not gonna be for me and Terrence. It's gonna be for all of us. Amen. Amen. Big faith. Big faith, make, God, make the devil big mad with your big faith, amen? Big words, big talk, come on. Ain't no time for small talk. I hate small talk, right? Small talk is so annoying, it's like insignificant. We talking big talk, big talk, big talk. Come on, it's gotta speak the things that scare you because that's the stuff that God, that's what you need God for. That trip is not canceled. It's just move back, reschedule, because more families are going to be blessed out of it. That's right. Right, Cheryl? Come on. Number five, declare the word of God. Sometimes we can't confess the right things because we don't have the language in our mouth. But that's okay, because God provides it for us. So when you don't know what else to say, what else to praise, you open up the, his word and you confess his word, amen? His word shakes the gates of hell. And then we're gonna plead the blood. Come on, we're about to do that. Plead the blood and bind the devil to loose your blessings. So what we're gonna do right now, because I like practical. I, I don't wanna leave you to be distracted and forget, okay, I gotta bind the devil, I gotta lose some things. We about to lose some things right now, right? So I don't know if y'all have that. We're gonna read this together. We gonna plead the blood 
right now and declare that our blessings will be loosed in the name of Jesus, right? So maybe you want to put your hands up as a sign of surrender. I don't care. Listen, if it hurt, good. That means we're killing the flesh. We're activating the spirit. Come on. We can't have no lazy faith up in this place. Come on, together, in the name of Jesus Christ. I plead the blood of Jesus over my life, over my work, my business, the work of my hands and my home. Devil, the blood of Jesus is against you. I command you, in the name of Jesus, to stay away from everything that concerns me. The word of God says whatever I find on earth will be bound in heaven. So in the name of Jesus, I bind every devil causing chaos in my life. And in the name of Jesus, I bind every spirit operating behind the scenes to steal and destroy things in my life. I command you to be bound in the name of Jesus. The word of God says whatever I lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. So in the name of Jesus, I lose my blessing, my healing name, whatever. You go ahead and you name whatever has been tied up. Say it, say it, say it, say it. What has been tied up? And I command you to be released to me now. Whatever good thing that the Lord has made available to me that has been tied up or kept away from me right now, I command it to be loosed in the name of Jesus. And I command it to be released to me in the name of Jesus. If you're moving, I still believe you're speaking. I love it, because y'all already do it, number eight. Activate an earthquake with a sound of praise. Yeah, I still believe you're moving. I still believe you're speaking. God, I believe you're working. All things for good. I fix my eyes on heaven. so much for listening. To hear more messages like this one, please be sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel. And if you like what you heard, please consider sharing with your friends because it helps so much. Don't forget to connect with us at our website, thecoolchurch.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at We Are Cool Church. And always remember that you were created out of love.